Well, look at that. I made a second episode, which is a big win for me and a big win for you guys. So welcome back to Mommy Millions. I am Taylor. I am the host of this you know, whatever this is, it may just be a place for me to vent and talk, or it may be a place that you guys really want fun advice and to hear my POV of everything. So if you're looking for the Justin Bieber purpose song, purpose album, purpose tour, this in fact is the wrong part of iTunes and Spotify that you are looking for. I'm going to talk about something that I have had so many different conversations about with people, so many different stories I've talked about, and just different DMs with people all about trying to find their purpose, especially postpartum. It has been so different, and we're going to get deep into that on this episode. But if you are ready for this, we're about to deep dive. We're not going to sugarcoat anything, and let's get this thing started. So purpose, who am I? What am I doing? Is it too late for me to start over? What am I doing here? Who am I? I'm here to maybe answer those things or maybe kind of change your mindset about all of what your purpose needs to be. So before before I deep dive into some things, I want to back up. So before I got pregnant, I was hustling my ass off and before if you're new here I do I do cuss so just be prepared this is it's not rated R and it's not rated not rated but I do cuss a little bit it's fine anyway before I was postpartum you guys I was in what I guess you would call the prime of my business I was hustling day and night day and night. I was making six figures a month. I was doing sales after sales after sales. Everything that I did was being sold. Every single thing. I was going 90 to nothing. I thought that I was so incredibly happy. And once I got pregnant, I realized why God granted and gave me the perfect gift from above. And I know everybody probably says that about their kid, but I truly feel like my sweet girl saved my life and my mental health. And let me tell you why. So like I was saying, I was making six figures a month. I was hustling so hard. I was taking on all these different projects, but I was probably a hundred pounds. I was living on nothing but caffeine, energy drinks, and Adderall. I looked so incredibly thin and I look back now and I'm like, I missed out on so much the past two years because I was so focused on freaking hustle culture. And if you don't know what hustle culture is, that's another story for another time. But I really, really was. I was stuck in it. I was in the midst of it. I thought, you guys, I was supposed to have all of these Gucci bags, all of these Louis Vuittons, all these different designer things when none of them fulfilled me. None of them made me happy. And I just thought, this is what it's supposed to be. I'm supposed to make this much money, this much money. But in reality, every single time I was not hitting a goal, I was so mad at myself. I was so down on myself. And I was, I mean, I was just like, you're a failure. You are an absolute failure, Taylor. And y'all, my goals were like so, so dumb. I was sacrificing mental health, time with my family, time with Blake to what? To go live, to try to make a couple extra grand. And I just, I was miserable and didn't even know it. So I truly thought that my whole purpose in life 
was to be this hustler, was to be this money maker, was to be this, I don't want to say famous because I didn't want to ever be famous, but I wanted to be relevant, right? We all want to be relevant in life. And that is what I truly, truly thought my purpose was because I looked at people that were housewives and people that were stay-at-home moms, which by the way, now being a mom, my stay-at-home mamas, nobody gives y'all enough credit. Y'all are kicking ass, all right? Let me just go ahead and put that out there. My stay-at-home moms, you are doing literally a full-time job and it doesn't stop. So I commend you 100%. But back to what I was saying I really, really thought that that was what my purpose was, was to be the tiny Tay. I remember the day when I said, I think that I can do this. I think that I can be a mom. And I was sitting in my closet room, which my husband and my father helped me turn an entire bedroom into a closet. And I was doing a social purge or a social audit with another business of mine, which I have now started back up, which I'm so glad that I did. But I remember sitting there thinking like, oh, I can do this. Like I'm making such good money. I am thriving in life and it's just going to be my life plus a baby. And shit was I wrong. It was so, so different. So when I got pregnant and I found out I was pregnant, I really did. I thought that, okay, well, I'm still going to be the tiny Tay and baby is just going to go right along with me. And like I said, I was so, so wrong. So fast forward, there's a recession happening. It's a small one. It's not anything like it was back in 08, but it is, it's a recession. People are not buying as much. People are not spending as much. And they're being very, very careful about how they buy and they spend. And I in the moment was still thinking like, well, I'm, I'm the, I'm Taylor. I'm Taylor Jones McClellan. I'm the tiny day. I can sell anything and everything. But when you're pregnant, nobody tells you the mindset. Nobody tells you about the mindset of your brain. You have no motivation to do anything. You have no energy to do anything, everything. And people say that all the time. And I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. But I realized that before I was pregnant, I was on so much caffeine, so much Adderall to keep me through the day that, I I mean, I was literally going 90 to nothing. And when you're pregnant, you can't do that. You can't be on over 200 milligrams of caffeine a day. Like that just, uh -uh, it's not how it works. Um, But it, it was, it was really hard for me to come into my own and kind of, step back a little bit and that was okay but I was not mentally okay with what felt like having to give up a life that I didn't know I was completely saying goodbye to and before I say mourning a life that I had before Sophia I do not in any way regret having her I will never regret her I love this child and I am so obsessed with my child more than anybody in the entire world, and that includes my sweet husband. But I was really thinking that when she was born, it was going to be my life plus a baby. I did not realize that it was going to be a whole 360, and now I, not even 360, 180, because 360 is all the way around, 180 of 
I am no longer that young entrepreneur that just got married. She's living life. She's in her 20s. I am now perceived as a young mom that is working. And that was something that was very different for me to see because I didn't realize that I looked at moms that way. I didn't realize that I looked at young entrepreneurs that way. Because when I look at the young entrepreneurs that are either married or don't have kids yet or not married, just engaged, I'm like, oh my God, they're hustling. They're making all this money. Yes, I want to be her. I want to be that young, hot entrepreneur that is living life, buying the Chanel bags, buying the Louis Vuittons. But now people are going to look at me as this young mom that is working. So that was very different for me. And let me go ahead and tell you, I am perfectly fine with that, but I was not prepared for it, especially within my business, because now I have people that are looking at me thinking, oh, well, she's a mom and I don't want to dress like a mom. She's whether whether you are really thinking that or not self-consciously in the back of your head, you see somebody that you know is a mom, your whole entire POV changes of them, whether in a good way, in a negative way. I look at people and I'm like, oh, she's a hot young mom. Yes, I want to wear that. And self-consciously, that, that's just that's just how it is. So in business, I had to make sure that I had somebody that had the lifestyle that was not of what I am. So now I've got girls that model for me, girls that are in very different parts of their life. I've got um, Gracie, who is in her 20s, her early, early 20s, and she is in college. She is living life. She is just starting out doing everything. I've got Casey, who is a college graduate, who is now in her big girl job and getting big girl money and trying to live that next phase of life where I am now in a phase of life where I am married, I have a baby, and now I've got to figure out what makes me happy in life. So what else was hard was being the boutique owner, being a, I guess, if you could see air quotes around me, fashion influencer, social media, content creator, whatever you want to call me. Um, It was hard getting dressed every day. After I had her, I completely changed how I dressed in the first couple months, now I'm totally fine with wearing whatever. But in the first couple months, I thought that I had to buy Sophia all of these stupid ass expensive clothes. Like the BBC, if you know, you know, um, it's very expensive. It is like $80 for a small onesie that homegirl is in fact going to grow out of. She is growing like a weed. She literally is growing so fast that I'm like, are you, we about to walk? What are we about, are we about to sprint girl? What are we doing? But I thought that I had to match her energy. So if Sophia was in these pink little onesies with the little pink socks, I needed to be in pink as well. I needed to be in something frilly and girly. And we just needed to be the cute mom and daughter things and match all the time because that is how I want people to see me is to be this very high class, beautiful, elegant mom. Whereas I have always wanted to be considered, air quotes, Stacy's mom, which is the hot mom that wears the blue jean shorts, wears the crop tops, doesn't care, 
but I was so scared that one day Sophia was going to look back and say, mom, why did you wear this? Why did you post that? Why, why are you doing that? So my whole life changed and I couldn't figure out what my, I mean, y'all, Sophia is literally four months old. Like she's obviously not going to say any of that. There's no telling what life is going to be like, but my mind and my postpartum told me if you do not do this, you're going to be a disappointment to your daughter. And that was so, so, so hard because I never, never want her to look back and be like, why did you do that, mom? That's so embarrassing, which I never, ever went to my mother and said that. And my mom was, in fact, considered the air quotes, Stacy's mom. She always had it going on. She still does. I look back at photos and I'm like, wow, my mom was hot. She looks so good. Look at the hair. Look at the outfit. Mom, where is that jacket? But in my mind, my postpartum told me these things. And it scared me because I didn't know who I was and what I wanted to dress. I never used to dress in frilly shit, y'all. Ever. Never. I was never the one that had the matching socks perfectly. I never had the perfectly white shoes. That's just not who I am. I never will be. But my mind, I thought that that's what my purpose was. And I was supposed to be that person. After a lot of crying, a lot of breakdowns, I finally went to Blake and was like, Blake, I just need to talk to you, which... Thankfully, I will have to tell mine and Blake's story one day, but thankfully he has been seriously the most incredible partner, incredible husband, boyfriend, best friend, everything you could think of, father. He is incredible and I don't know what I did in another life to deserve somebody like him. Anyway, um, finally Blake and I sat down and talked and he asked me, he's like, why do you feel that you need to be that way? Why can't you just be Taylor? And it hit me. Why can't I just be Taylor? Why do I have to be the tiny Tay? Why do I have to be Mrs. McClellan? The the super, which I love being Mrs. McClellan, but the super high class matchy matchy socks and the earrings that are perfect, but they're not too big, but they're not too expensive. Why did I have to be that person? Why couldn't I just be Taylor? So finally, that is where I am in life. I'm finally at a place where I am just Taylor. And that meant a lot to me. And it has meant a lot to me now being Taylor, Sophia's mom, Blake's wife, Elizabeth and Barry's daughter, Gleason's sister. That's who I am now. And it has made me so happy. And in my business, I have switched it up as well and started to make collections that I love and to quit looking at what everybody else is doing, what everybody else is selling and just enjoying that. Am I making six figures a month? No, I sure am not. But am I at a healthy weight? Yes. Yes, I am. Am I getting to see my daughter every single day and get to love on her? Yes, I am. Am I coming home and working? Yes, I am. But am I taking that time to make sure that I give her a bath? Yes. Am I going to be there for her feedings? Yes, I am. Am I going to be on my phone? No. But I'm going to make sure that I'm Taylor. I'm always going to make sure that I'm Taylor. But I need to make sure that parts of me have matured. Parts of me have become happy. Parts of me have just been doing what I want to do. I started 
three more companies. I decided to make a t-shirt company called 26 Threads. I have decided to start this podcast and I have decided to start back doing social media audits, doing consulting and helping create websites for entrepreneurs that are just trying to get to that next level to level up just a little bit, but obviously still doing tiny closet and doing what I love But having these other sources of income have also helped me be able to step back from being a thousand percent and being an extremely underweight and living off of caffeine and Adderall. I've been able to really enjoy doing other things. So my purpose now, I think, is what I'm doing every single day. Every single day, I'm waking up with intent. I am waking up doing what I love. And if I need to step back from something, I am. And that's what I've done. I've stepped back a little bit from Tiny Closet. I'm only dropping one big collection every single Sunday. So the rest of the week, I can enjoy doing these projects that I have wanted to do for years, but never thought I could. So each day... This is what I want you to do. I want you to wake up and I don't want you to look at your phone. Do not open that phone. What you need to do is you need to get you an old school alarm, okay? You need to get you an old school alarm or you need to get the hatch, the one that the sun rises and everything. And you need to wake up every day not looking at your phone. I don't care if you that's what time you look at it. Get an old school alarm clock so you're not tempted to go through social media. You're not starting your day comparing and you're not starting your day figuring out what you're doing because when I tell you I have opened my phone at six o'clock in the morning and the first thing I see is somebody on Instagram with a highlight reel like literally you're seeing their highlight reel you're not seeing their behind the scenes and how they got there and what they're doing whole nother podcast we will talk about but I've woken up and it has ruined my day and then I'm going well what's my purpose And I've spiraled and we've just spiraled But if you wake up every day and you do what you want to do, go get you some cereal, make you some coffee, walk outside, jam to some music, turn on your Mommy Millions podcast, do whatever makes you happy. If that is going outside to let the dogs out and just breathing in the air, do it. If it is you watching Sex in the City on Netflix or on Max for one episode without looking at your phone, do it. There is only one life that we have. There is only one day that you are ever going to have this. As in, right now, you are never going to have this day again. Never. Never in your life will you have this day. So instead of comparing yourself, trying to figure out the next step and the next move, you need to live now. You need to live in your purpose and your intent. So whatever this day brings, it's going to happen. It's already written. We all know this. But to wake up every day and say, my purpose today is to be happy. My purpose today is to go into work and I am going to pack this many orders and that's what's going to make me happy. Y'all, I woke up today so excited to play with my embroidery machine. That was what my purpose was today was to be so excited and giddy about a freaking sewing machine. So I want you to understand that you are loved. You are needed. You are worthy. You are beautiful. You are strong. You are brave. That is something that me and Sophia look in the mirror every single day and do. And you have to understand that your purpose is not the big picture. Your purpose is what each 
day brings and you only have this day one time. So please go out there. Think about what you want in life, what makes you happy. Let go of the things that maybe aren't and things that are stressing you out. Back up from it a little bit. Do something else. Start a new hobby. Start a whole new business like I did. I did three more businesses on top of my main one. Please do things that make you happy. Please understand that your purpose in life is to be happy and do whatever you can to get there. Thank you.